0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the voice of the drama merchant, and I am here with
1: Peter, Narelle, and
0: a special guest, Sonia. As we sit and chat about uh, Javin Bar's latest production, Playhouse Creatures, which is running from 16th of July to the 31st of July 2021. The story of Playhouse Creatures is set during the time period 1669, which was a bawdy and very troublesome time. The theatres had just opened after 17 years of Puritan suppression, there's a surge in dramatic writing, and the first English actresses appear on stage. Playhouse Creatures focuses on five of the most famous, Nell Gwyn, Elizabeth Farley, Rebecca Marshall, Dole Common, and Mary Betterton, to provide a moving and often comic account of the precarious lives of restoration actresses. So, what did we all think?
2: I, I really liked, uh, like the I guess, the time period, that it was all all set in. and I love the fact that it's sort of a, a woman empowering um, story because you're watching the first English actresses to take to the stage because prior to that it was men would be dressed up as women and women weren't allowed on stage. So it was a moment of I guess embracing a, a beautiful future because now I guess we women take it as um, kind of given that we're allowed to get up on stage and, and perform now. so it's kind of beautiful to see I guess how that's first started. Yes, for us. yes. So I, I enjoyed definitely like the time period and, and sort of seeing that. I actually did know a little bit about it before um, coming to watch it just through just general reading and stuff. So I, I thought it was a beautiful story to bring to the stage. Um, so
1: just what you said in terms of um, how theatre started for women, mm. especially because, you know, I'm an actress and in, in theatre and it was nice to see that history. However I will probably say in this instance that this play was not my cup of tea. I really liked the set. I thought the set was fantastic but I did struggle following the storyline. I probably put that down to perhaps the language itself that they used back then and also I found the three muses quite distracting to be honest and they pulled focus a lot and then that detracted from the story however the acting was second to none could not fault the acting I thought all the leads were fantastic.
0: What did you think Sonia?
3: It um, definitely dealt with um, many issues faced by women of the period um, Mm. and indeed some of which still um, exist in today's society as well. Mm. Um, It was
2: very relevant
3: Yeah quite relevant and um, all the attention to detail with the set um, also and embedding some historical aspects of theatre as it was and in particular the costuming as well. They kind of
2: blended like a Mm -hmm. little bit into the set and whether that was um, a particular choice because you wanted them to feel like they were part of the theatre and that might have been a a purposeful choice, but I would have just loved to see them, even if they're all in the same colour, but just another colour that contrasted to the set to make them pop a little more. Yes. Well, mind
0: you, most colours back in that particular period, you didn't have a lot of colours to choose from. Red no. was one of the predominant well, colours. Actually,
2: red well, well it, red was kind of one of those colours reserved for streetwalkers and the actresses yeah. may have been a, a bit akin to that because it wasn't a very respected profession back then, but still, like, I would have liked to see them in not those colours yes. because it, it just it just made them fade into the background and they deserve to be standing apart because as everyone's been saying, the acting was absolutely beautiful. It was very well done of all the girls.
0: Oh absolutely. The the dialogue that the girls were talking within the script, which is very difficult to listen to mm. in itself because it's a it's dialogue of a period. Um, much like when you listen to Shakespeare, you have to concentrate as you listen to them. And I would say that with the muses, it was a very interesting touch how Kayla decided to use the muses in this, but it also had a, a reverse effect to it where because I was concentrating on listening and watching and what what was going on to follow the story, whenever the attention was detracted from that, I would lose the thread a little bit. Yes, I had so the same problem. it was an interesting... I take my hat off to her for trying it because it was a very interesting way of seeing how she could add an element to it that in some ways did work, and in other ways, didn't work, but that's that's trial and error, if anything. When you when you're trialing yeah. out a, a new new thing, I did
2: fi- I did find if they made a sudden movement when someone was talking, which they did a few times, I was always like, <gasps> what are they doing? And then I'd be like, oh, what were they saying? And then I've lost. So I was having that exact same problem of yeah. losing the thread of a conversation. So I feel like I missed something. But the performances
0: themselves, like, they were yes, very good. They were very good. Mm-hmm. Very very and good.
2: There were such diverse characters, and they all was so superbly performed, it was very, very well done of the girls. What else can we say? <laughs> Sonia,
1: what was your take on the muses added into the?
3: I personally didn't mind um, the interplay with the muses. Um, again, I understand perhaps losing part of the the storyline as you went along by, be, by being distracted. However, they did add to um, elements of the characters and what they were going through. By them intertwining and moving in between the characters mm-hmm. on stage, mm-hmm. um, I think it created more emphasis of what was going on in the person.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. There was. I think there's a very nice moment where she's. Um, uh, one of the characters is stressed about something going on. Yeah.
3: Um, Elizabeth Farley,
0: brilliantly played by Taylor Holmes. And to be honest, I sort of didn't like her a little bit because we... she, she was doing her job so well. So even well. I
2: didn't like her because she was so uppity. I mean, <laughs> that and that's like the highest compliment. If someone, if so, you're kind of going, oh, I don't like them, it's because they're doing their job so well. Because Taylor mean, is a lovely person.
0: I mean, what woman doesn't know in the theatre another woman who's been a bitch to them? Yes. I mean, honestly. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so it to have yes. to play a role like that. You'd have a bit of fun, but yeah, she was she was a uh, uh, in a moment of stress, I think it was, and yeah. it, it did accentuate it, it it did. It's just moments when dialogue was happening is where I felt it it didn't work.
1: But yes, and looks, so, you know, I was always taught in drama class that you should always have a purpose when you're doing something on stage. What is you know. You're walking from this side of the stage to that side of the stage. Why? Mm. And I did feel like that sometimes when they moved or changed, it didn't have a purpose or wasn't necessary. Mm. But Mm. that's just me. But
0: what did you think about certain themes that were in the show? I mean, the one that actually stood out to me was the witchcraft one.
3: Mm.
0: But the way that was blocked out and performed on stage was very, very...
3: And then very powerful with the and dejected, wind
0: yeah.
2: To Macbeth, as well.
0: yeah, that was yeah. very, very well. Um, what, what, what have you guys got to say on some of those themes that were there? It
2: was it was a very power, like it's very powerful because it's also, I guess, like a moment of, of history, and it's it's beautiful to see how far we've come now because you know there isn't a a female out there now who's not who's not outspoken, and we couldn't have gotten that far if we sort of females hadn't have gone through that in the past. But yeah, it's it's still very hard to watch because you just I look back at it and go, it's so unfair, and I sort of, you feel for the women who went through all that because it was so unfair and it was so wrong. So it does like it just brings a whole new I guess emotional layer to it all.
3: Yeah, so touched on um, a few uh, issues um, like harassment um, and I guess being objectified or. Um, just the um, emotional and potentially physical abuse that they went through at the time. Also with Mary Betterton and how in her stage of life she was also feeling the pressure of ageism as well and being left behind and Mm. discarded. Yeah, because she wasn't
2: young enough anymore and couldn't even play opposite her own husband, who is also probably older than she is, but she's too old to play opposite someone who's her own age.
0: Yes. And it was interesting watching how each of the stories link to each of those characters as actresses on stage. So Mary Betterton, who's being played by uh the very talented Naomi Thompson, I felt for that character in she realizes that her time is coming up and there's nothing she can do. However, she's more than happy to play bit bit roles in order to continue to be on the stage but knew she was never gonna be able to get that chance. Which is what I picked up out of the script. Then you've got this Rebecca Marshall, which is played by Michelle McWurdo. She had a keeper that was looking after her who was harassing her
2: mm. constantly
0: when she was on stage or off stage. And there probably wasn't a
2: lot she could have done back then because like he was a a titled gentleman and they had all the power back then, so she must have really
0: and then, of course, probably the I most powerful one was uh, Elizabeth Farley. Farley, played by, as we said, Taylor Holmes. It's never quite mentioned who her keeper is and mm-hmm. how he ditched her for Nell Gwynn. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. you're dealing yeah. with somebody who thought she was on a roll, and then all of a sudden she's just been dropped yeah. for another play plaything yeah. because either she's pregnant or she was well, very short attention span. Um, so it's you know, very <laughs> reminiscent of of, of today's current topics
2: now what's that is it nell gwen was played by was it cassie cassie or? bean bean oh she did a kick-ass job she had some of the most cracking lines in the whole show yes yes, yes. turn it bollocks <laughs> so <laughs> i'm gonna keep that one for later <laughs> but she did she did an amazing job and so did um the last the last lady which is is it corinne i've forgotten her last uh, name corinne Mura. corinne Mura. ah oh, her accent she always does the most amazing accents
0: and she played a uh, doll... Doll Common? Doll Common. Yeah. Um. She had some scene-stealing moments. I will just comment
1: on her character, nothing to do with her acting or anything like that. Um. Her skirt was dirty, but her face was pristine. Like, her makeup was lovely and her hair was pristine. And so I was trying to work out, is she supposed to be a dirty character?
2: Is she supposed to be... I think she's meant to be a little bit, like, worn out. Like, she's probably been in the theatre her whole life. She might have transitioned from being on the stage, then she got too old... And then she's moved to being costuming and being off stage and just doing and whatever she, has, she can to keep going. So and no other place to be, no other place to go, no other mm. place to be. So she, she probably doesn't have the money for for clean clothes so, Yeah, or I like feel that. like she should yeah, maybe, have come maybe up to She it, should have been dirty and worn out. Maybe yeah.
3: Yeah, that's just a side note on that. One. Then there was the lovely petticoats underneath as well that they yeah
2: did, the, uh, the layers the of costuming looked looked well done yeah despite despite my my problem with them all being in red <laughs> because they're plat, <laughs> and, like hiding behind yeah. the set but the co- actual costumes themselves were well made and looked beautiful
3: and then tying into all that and the little attention to detail was also the back of stage also in the yeah. costuming as well yeah.
2: i actually really really loved the set i loved yes. how it had the ramp yeah, the and reds. it looked and it was also just like a little bit of a visual effect because it looked like
3: a rake. flat what? I have it from Good Sources. It's called
2: a
0: rake. Oh rake. A rake set. A rake. A rake stage. stage. Sorry, yeah. rake
2: yeah. stage. Oh, stage. Really yeah, it. no, I really, I thought it was a very beautiful and well well designed set and I loved their little backstage corner. Although sometimes I felt they're all a bit squished in there.
0: But also in that time period, which is something I like that Kayla did. Stick to in many ways. You wouldn't have had, I've actually seen spaces back in theatres They They were never that big. Yeah. So it's probably a very realistic
2: thing, but it's more, I'm probably also looking at some backstages now and going, there's a little bit more space. So, yeah.
0: They were tiny. They were very tiny back then. Mm.
2: But I liked how it looked, and and even having like the real candles um, up on the set added something very nice to it as
0: well. As a Javine Bar experience, what did we feel about the show? What did we think?
3: Again, um, they put on shows that are um, not mainstream, um, and they utilise their um, staging and experienced actors to deliver an enjoyable show.
0: Mm-hmm. Narelle.
1: Again, um, from fr- from already the points that I've pointed out, it. Was not my cup of tea. I understand it's Javine Bar and they uh, do things a bit out of the box, um, but I would say it's not my cup of tea. However, it could be very different for someone else, as Sonia has said. Um, so that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm.
2: I think the storyline was was very much my cup of tea. However, there were aspects about of it that still didn't flow for me. But I still think overall it was my cup of tea.
0: If you're the kind of person who enjoys watching some historical context or wants to take your teen adult to come and and watch something that's... Going to inspire a conversation. Inspire a conversation. Talk about what happened then and what happened now and how we can change that purpose I mean, Playhouse Creatures toured Australia successfully through hit productions, and I would be very interested to see another production of this, just to see what someone else would put into it, what what, what they get out of it, because every director that directs always comes in with their own vision vision for how they want to do it. But I would say, I would say that Bar has put on yet another play that is interesting, that goes against the mould. It's partly why it's one of my favourite theatres that I do like to direct with, because... You know, It takes guts to go against the mould, um, especially on the Gold Coast. So I would say that it's an enjoyable night out for people if they wanted to watch something from a historical point of view and five actresses performing very, very well on stage. I can say that there wasn't a moment where I did not get bored watching them. No, the acting, yeah. Was, yeah. Outstanding. The acting was outstanding. The acting was outstanding.
2: It was a very enjoyable night out and I would recommend um, people going to see it because it does inspire some wonderful conversations.
0: Why not go out and find out for yourself? And if you think there is something that we may have missed, uh, feel free to leave a message on the uh, on the Facebook page where this is left up or contact myself via the Drama Merchant website. So, Playhouse Creatures plays at Javine Bar Theatre from the 16th of July to the 31st of July. Uh, you can purchase tickets on javinebar.org. And we look forward to sitting down and having another chat about future shows when we get the chance to. As always, an adventure begins with a cup of tea.
2: Only if you have it after skydiving. Oh, Jesus.
0: (laughs) Yes, dear.